I promise I won't fight. Actually, did fight a kid last Hey y'all, it's me, D'Angelo here. Just wanted to let you guys know before the episode starts that there are a ton of WandaVision spoilers. So don't be your own Agatha. I killed Sparky too. Salutations! It's another episode of Bald and Bingeable, the podcast where we talk about all the pop culture that you love to consume, the stuff you are insatiable for, the things that we truly find bingeable. Today, the two bingeable ones that we have with us are actually a power couple, I guess, (laughs) when it comes to (laughs) the gay canon, gay bear canon, gay muscle bear canon, gay philanthropist activist canon as well so <laughs> the boys that we have today are mr maddie norwood oh hello 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 and mr colin Boudra. hello it's me colin just hanging out in ames <laughs> iowa hanging out this is family y'all this is like um two people who i have a text thread going with years now and i think we've kind of helped keep each other sane throughout this whole entire quarkwar situation so thank you for all of those memes and tidbits and laughs because they got us through thank you guys for all the juicy gossip you guys i would not know what is going on in the world <laughs> of bears if it wasn't for these two so we have receipts and we got all y'all numbers so when you guys <laughs> step out of line we're gonna say something no. <laughs> we're talking like we're talking cvs receipts so CVS. Yeah. cvs length it's funny d'angelo i thought you were gonna say wandavision like you might not know what's going on in wandavision without us and i was like we get that a lot it's okay uh, that is actually going to be our subject today we are going into wandavision you guys so i know that we touched about upon this um a couple episodes back but now wandavision is like in the can speculations have been put to rest we are looking at what the future is of marvel and where Disney's gonna be taking everything. And so, and the two, my two friends here that I have absolutely love this Marvel universe. Maddie is a big fan of all things Scarlet, which I was about to sure say, am. I, was about to, I don't know what I was gonna say there, Scarlet something. Like I just kind of <laughs> like got tripped Scarlet up. Wanda. <laughs> Scarlet Wanda, um, Wanda Scarlet, and am and, um, Colin, you are uh, into like the Avengers and the Young Avengers. Yeah, right? I'm pretty. I'm pretty much like anything Avengers, Young Avengers, Illuminati. Like, um, have read a lot over the years, so okay. Young Avengers definitely have a very special place in my heart, for sure. Definitely some of my favorite run of comics. So, have you two boys both comic um, aficionados since the jump? Since you were young, what, what's this? What's the history here? I started in college, really. That's when I really started to like read comics. I there was a comic book store like just right outside of campus, and just like as you know, the MCU really started to take off with Iron Man and Thor. I was like, you know, like I've always liked the the shows, the movies. I really should start reading these. Mm-hmm. And then spent a lot of money, <laughs> spent a lot of money in college on these comics. You know, being a broke college student, but still going down to. Um, going down to the comic book store every Tuesday and getting some new issues, finding old issues of stuff that, you know, that were, that they had extras of. And, you know, this was probably before you could really get like a lot of digital content of the comics. Absolutely. It also sounds just too, like, as, where did you go to school, Colin? I went to school in St. Louis and did my undergrad at Washington University. Okay, so in St. Louis. So just so being there in St. Louis and you're originally from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like a little bit of like an escapism and it's kind of cool because you were an adult. So you actually had a focus of what you were looking for. Like it wasn't just like a wide net that you're casting. It was like, this is the one, you know, this is this is the universe I'm going to be delving myself yeah. into. 
Yeah. And it was, and it was actually, and it was at the time when both DC and Marvel were kind of like doing reboots of mm-hmm. each their each their comic books so it was kind of a good jumping off point to to get into the comics at the like at that time cute and mr maddie where do, how about you um let's see oh man mine my uh connection to comics formed back in the 90s because of the saturday morning x-men animated series i oh. watched that car and saw Badass Rogue with her southern scratchy accent kicking ass and I was like okay I don't know who Rogu is but I'm gonna check this girl out and uh, that was at the same time that Jim Lee relaunched his version of the X-Men in the 90s and it was one of like that X-Men number one I think to this day is still one of the best-selling comics ever and ever since then I have loved the X-Men but I more so followed the art and there were some pretty great artists on Avengers and I was like oh once the, you know, the Avengers films started to take off, I was like, oh, I've got X-Men, I'm fine. But the Avengers films were so good that I was like drawn in. And then they gave us uh, Wanda, which is eventually, essentially like the MCU version of Jean Grey at the time, who was another of my favorites. So, and I've just stand her and Elizabeth Olsen ever since, because she does some really great, awesome things, even if only for a few minutes in each Avengers movie. I mean, she really like sells it with her power. So um, who knew that they were going to give Elizabeth Olsen like full series. Like that was the person in the MCU that like, let's spin this person off. And mm-hmm. so the youngest Olsen twin, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I mean, with all the fan theories going down, people thought for sure we would see her twin sisters at some point in this show. And Thank goodness we didn't. It didn't need it, but it would have been really funny had it. Could you imagine? Oh, those two <laughs> girls are not into anything anymore. They are just no. counting money no. and making sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really Basically. what's happening. And, and that's a magic power right there. Let me tell you. Wait, real quickly, sidetracking because like pop culture of it all. Do you know that Mary-Kate Olsen at her wedding, they had cigarettes on all the tables, like little bouquets of cigarettes that people would just pick up and start smoking? No, but that is right on par for them. That that, that checks out. <laughs> the smell, ladies and gentlemen. I remember as uh, you're wearing it right now, so people who can't see this, um, Maddie has a uh, Scarlet Witch shirt that he has made himself that he made a while ago that he wore to like the premieres of like the Avengers. And it's something that I never realized that we never really acknowledged that she was Scarlet Witch until now. Correct. They never officially gave her a name, which kind of actually timed out perfectly for this series, because initially in the movies, her powers weren't magical. Her powers were derived from the Infinity Stone. Mm -hmm. So she was never officially a witch. But then, as we all know now, we can talk spoilers, right? Because we're assuming everybody's watched this. The show's already over, and I'll put a spoiler warning at the very beginning, Uh, too. So Okay, good. I'm all about, you know, careful of spoilers. But yeah. Uh, no, this when is they... an open conversation. Just okay, play good. It out. Um, but yeah, uh, then they decided with this show to go full tilt boogie on the witch aspect, and they were finally able to give her her mantle, which is what a lot of fans have wondered for the longest time. But also, like, even the MCU has a habit of the X-Men films where they never really get called by their, you know, comic book names in a lot of cases. Like, Storm was always Storm, but Wolverine was always Logan. So it, there were some disconnects sometimes. Like it was rarely ever Cyclops. It was everybody called him Scott. So um, I kind of just assumed that Wanda would, you know, share the same fate initially. But now that they've, you know, officially given her that title, I hope we'll see many more cases in which they actually call her that. So okay, she's, so just- she, she said it at the end of Endgame when... Uh, Thanos was like, I don't even know who you are. And she's like, you will. And damn, she was right. She was right <laughs> that we learned her name in this. And so mm-hmm. let's let's kind of like just, just dive down this whole thing. So what are you guys' thoughts about the series as a whole? Like in the fact that you guys like it or did you guys dislike it? What were you guys? Uh, Colin, you want to go first on this one? Oh, I just absolutely loved it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just it was like... You know, for me, I grew up, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just shy of 30, but I grew up watching Nick at Night. 
um, you know, I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, like all these shows. And then to like, you know, it was just so nostalgic for me to to watch Vision flip over the, you know, to flip over the the Ottoman, um, you know, and that that very like black and white. It was it just really touched a good part of my soul. Like I didn't care how slow it was in the very beginning, but I I I appreciated it so much for like doing something so wildly different. And, mm-hmm. and just for me, the best part was just watching that chemistry between Olsen and Bettany, you know, they like, they made their love, they just feel so real from like, from episode, like fr- within the first 10 minutes, like you could tell that they loved each other. And, you know, and then as, you know, as the, like, as we got more of the, you know, the standard MCU action, yes, it was still great and everything, but, you know, I'm one of the, like, I, I know that, you know, both Maddie and I are, um, like, we loved it from episode one, so. Yeah, and we kind of knew going in, because I love to read about stuff in advance, like, I'll get on Wikipedia and read production notes about the pre-production and the writing process and everything like that. And I knew going in, or at least I had a good idea in a sense that it was paying, you know, so much uh, tribute to classic television. I even told Colin before it started, I was like, I'm sure we're going to get, you know, some episodes where it's all set up, but I hope by the end we're watching this, you know, it gets into the MCU action just because I wanted to see Wanda kick ass. And we definitely got that. So I knew going in to be patient with it. um, And I loved it for the homage it paid to the golden era of television in the different decades I thought that was fascinating and I too loved the aspect that it was just a character exploration for both of them because even they said in interviews they were like our story is always told in a matter of few minutes in a you know Avengers movie because there's so much going on that it almost doesn't really do it justice so they said with this they get to not just explore the relationship, but they got to be comical. They got to be funny and have fun with it. So I totally see why they wanted to explore it. And I'll just say this now, give Olsen the Emmy, give her all the awards, like to go from kick-ass to crying to, to grief to everything as quick as she switched it. I mean, I was, I was blown away. And by both of them, who knew that uh, Paul Bettany was really funny and really, he got to display so many uh, emotions for being a, I think they called it synthesoid, Colin? Yeah, he's a synthesoid. Yeah. Um, and really, at the end of the day, like not being like, you know, not being the true vision, but the part of vision that lives within Wanda. So it's like mm-hmm. he even got to be more than just his synthesoid self, but and more about like Wanda's idea of what she needed of what you have what she needed mm-hmm. yeah yeah what she you needed know? i mean it really it's what she needed in her grief because i mean the series is about grief you know and i kind of feel this way as we look around at like the people like that we know that have commented on like facebook about you know who loves the show and who doesn't love the show mm-hmm. and it really does appear that people who love vintage tv and that have an affinity towards like the those like golden episodes of like you know i love lucy and dick van dyke and then even you know brady bunched sorts of things yeah. yeah that if you have if you felt any of that when you were like younger and if you watched it and it's sad that we don't have like the nick at night situation now where people mm-hmm. can just turn on their phone and be exactly honed into what they want to see where it's just george lopez on loop now yeah, but like, now, but, but 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 the thing is, is but kids aren't really doing that as much now. Just you know, turning on the TV and just watching whatever's on, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so, and that was something as as kids that we had the Nick at night because there wasn't much else on that was late that you would really want to watch or that you were allowed yeah. to watch in some instances, yeah. you know. And so it's just it's, <laughs> it, it, it's very funny that you know that that that's kind of where people who love that old TV were just kind of like, okay, let's just watch this for what it is. And like the articles that came out about how people don't know how to watch TV anymore. Yes. You know, oh my God. Yes. That, 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 that was like a big thing that, you know, people just wanted the big reveal to happen. And the one good thing on the other flip side of that, if you're looking at it from a 2021 perspective is, 
everybody had their own theory of what was going to be next. Oh my everybody, God. So many. Yeah. So that many it was theories. Just, this, this is going to lead into the fantastic four. This is going to lead into oh my God. The, the Disney takeover of X-Men. And oh so, my God. Can we sidetrack real quickly into this X-Men thing? Because I've talked about this that, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, it just seems like Disney might, it looked like they were going to pick and choose who they wanted out of the Fox you know, the 20th century Fox canon of X-Men people that they would say, okay, this is a fan favorite. Let's grab Evan Peters. We're going to bring him into our Disney universe. And then they called him Ralph Boner. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, is that like the ultimate like troll? Disney is like, fuck all of you. This is all we are going to take and we're going to do yes. whatever we want with these characters and they're going to be brand new. Yeah. We're not using any of the old people. Yeah. We don't, don't owe you anything, was, is what they well, said. Like I don't know that it was so much an intentional, like, giant middle finger to everybody, but it was essentially, I think, a playful troll. Like, you know, let's send them it. wild with this, but it turned out I mean, to not be anything. So there were plenty of things in the show that turned out to not be as connected as we all thought. Magneto never showed up. Doctor Strange never showed up. And I don't think that, the, that Disney is necessarily yeah. being, like, F, you know, F you about it, but it is, it's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, huh? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's yeah. I mean, like I, I've talked about this on an earlier episode, I think of the show or on the other one. Anyways, um, Stanley Kubrick did this to Stephen King back for The Shining. And so where, remember in the beginning of The Shining, how the car is driving up the hill towards the, towards the hotel. And, mm-hmm. and I forget what, it was supposed to be like a yellow bug or whatever, and they made it blue. And so, and Stephen King was really, really pissed. I might have those colors off. Please watch Room 237. It's available on Netflix and get the real story um, of the color of the car. But anyways, Stanley Kubrick basically was like, Stephen, this is mine now. You wrote it. I have the film. I'm doing what I want to with it. And so his big FU to Stephen King was um, in the scenes where... Uh, now I can't remember his name, the black guy who was basically teaching Danny, you know, the mysticism, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. well, that guy, when he's driving up and there's the car accident that's on the freeway and Mm -hmm. the semi has crashed into the car that Stephen King wanted driving up that hill. And it was Uh, because Stanley Kubrick was basically saying, that's yours. This is mine. This is mine. I'm in Mm -hmm. the driver's seat. And it almost feels that Disney kind of did that in a sense that it was just kind of like, we're not doing this, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh-huh. and, and, and I think this leads into, we're going to, I'm telling you, we're yeah. jumping around here about, let's talk about the kids. And so about Speed and Wiccan mm-hmm. and in this, they're called Bobby, wait, what are their names? Billy, Billy, Billy and, and Tommy. Tommy, Billy and yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and uh, Colin, take it from there about your theories. What, what's, yeah. what's, what's next for the boys? Right, right, right. So, I mean, so if it, uh, clearly it's not going to be exactly like what happens in the comics, um, just, you know, just like long story short, Wanda enlisted the like talk about the comics. So um, Wanda enlisted the help of Dr. Strange to help conceive children, but her envisions children. Um, but just due to the kind of the kind of magic they're basically they were reabsorbed into a demon called Master Pandemonium. And she went ballistic. Like she, this is like it's Avengers disassembled. It's a, um, to me, one of the best Avengers run. Um, it's happened. I want to say, Maddie, early '90s, mid '90s, uh, something like I that. Think, I think mid. I haven't. It's still right, on right, my right. list of things. I'm working backwards. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, people then, Google it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Avengers disassembled. Um, and then, but then they they eventually do reappear about 10, 15 years later as like their souls are transposed into like new kids that, that were born. Like basically the time that they were reabsorbed, their souls were actually then transposed to two other kids that were born. So like, they, like Marvel loves to play the long game here. Um, and I kind of think that we're gonna get some play on that. Wanda's gonna find the kids. Mm-hmm. Wanda's gonna find the kids, you know, in the last, in the very last uh, scene, um, the end credit scene, Wanda's seen in her astral form going through the dark hold, and like you hear the kids. So if that's not indicative, like this is not the last that we've seen of Wiccan and Speed, like 
I, I don't know exactly when. Um, you know, you know, maybe she will find them in Multiverse of Madness. Um, that may be possible, but I think that, you know, Kevin Feige, Disney, they are always planning ahead. Like, you know, this entire, like, I, I firmly believe that, that Kevin had literally everything from 2008's Iron Man to like WandaVision already, or at least up to Endgame already mapped out. So we're talking, yeah. you know, 11 years of films, like all planned out. And so now there, since, you know, not everything can be made into a movie, they're going to really start exploring, bringing in new characters, new life um, through both the movie, like through Disney Plus and the films as well. Can you guys explain a little bit, uh, taking a step back, so for remedial me who needs a little bit of explanation on things, where, like in the phases of everything, so where, mm. where the Wanda and Vision story, they've kind of popped up here and there. Vision was in basically from iron man and on and then we have wanted that that, that yeah. pops in so the phases of all this and so what phase are we basically in and where are we going we are in the vision go ahead oh just like so we are in the beginning of phase four right now okay. wandavision mm -hmm. is the kickoff of phase four mm -hmm. and phase four um, looks to be uh pretty packed full and lengthy now that they're doing tele you know, the Disney plus television shows mm -hmm. and they have a full slate of, I think five or six films. I mean, it looks like phase four is going to go well into 2022. It's, I'm going to see how many movies that they're planning on releasing on this. Cause it's, just... yeah, it's, I think, I think all the way through captain uh, Marvel two, I know. Yeah. So we know we have Spider-Man. There's, there's 12 titles that are associated with the phase four that I'm looking yeah. at right now. Oh my goodness. And they, they include TV shows and the, the movies. The films, so yeah. Yeah. it looks like, cause we have Loki coming up and right now Falcon and the winter soldier are yeah. kind of in this. So yeah, we've got Hawkeye in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you she know, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Um, and then the what ifs. Oh but yeah, the the what if won't be canon. Yeah. What is what if? What is that? It's uh, it's going to be an animated series uh, of an of a Marvel long running Marvel comic book from I think the eighties nineties where they just asked what if questions and then told a single issue self contained story about like what if uh, Peggy Carter had gotten the super serum instead of Captain America or what if. Uh, Tony never escaped the camp he was in, or what if Wanda didn't do this or that with her powers? Um, and it included all sorts, it was Avengers and the X-Men. Like they told a tale of what if Jean Grey had kept the Phoenix Force all along instead of losing it or something like that. So, so. what they're basically doing is then they create other characters and they can put them in another multiverse. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> that, like, I don't think it'll go the whole Spider-Man situation yeah. where we have all these different Spider-Men that all of a sudden appear that we're now like that we accept because it was so good, you know. I, but like they could, if they wanted to, they could say that these exist in other universes since they're about to yeah. hit multiverse. But I think it would be much more confusing if they keep adding mm -hmm. all of those layers on layers, um, and then actually try and bring that into the movies or the other TV shows because um it's already like people thought with wandavision oh we're getting mutants myself included i was like we're getting mutants it's gonna happen but then the more i thought about it as the series progressed i was like i don't think we can because you have to like think about it from marvel and kevin feige's standpoint is is everybody watches the movies not everybody's watching the tv shows so the show um, couldn't do something so monumental and universe changing like introduce mutants because if they do that and then in doctor strange mutants are suddenly here people are going to be like what the fuck so they risk alienating their audience with things they don't understand mm -hmm. are happening kind of outside and the same thing goes for what if even fewer people might watch what if and um then you know and those are even crazier things happens because they're all hypothetical questions so if they make them real that becomes a big balance and juggling issue for the audience and they risk alienating uh audience which marvel will never do they'll always play it safe for the most part yeah yeah but, if they, but they did do something here which is the introduction of agatha 
So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about Which the Agatha I- of it all. So like so because uh- they do introduce her now, and they did kind of put a little bow on her and say let's put her here on the shelf, and we'll be back for it because that's what it very much felt like at the end of this at the end yeah. of this series. Totally. So Colin, yeah, I don't know if you want. Yeah, you like Agatha. I like Agatha, but I know Colin really loves Catherine Hahn. So yeah, and she was great, great in this. Go ahead, babe. Yeah. So I mean, I just because like I, I really, I really did not want Agatha to be, you know, the villain in the end that she was. I was kind of hoping that, you know, that she would have been like possessed, you know. And I was looking for anything like, you know, when when her when her when her coven is trying to bind her. Um, like I, you know, I was hoping that like somehow that that orangey like thing in her, you know, in her throat was like shot, like shows that she's possessed and that like Wanda was going to like save her. Like that was like my big like personal fan theory that is I that, was Is that the on. wanting, is that the wanting Me- Mephisto to be part of this? <laughs> you know, not that... necessarily, but I mean, Marvel Any, and Magic, yeah, yeah. Marvel and Magic has a long running history of like the books like the you know the sorcery books hiding like a trapped demon like Mm -hmm. you know bad guy and you know kind of like i i i recognize the dark hold immediately like and at the end of episode seven when when agatha's like revealing that she's or um yeah revealing that she's agatha harkness um i was like that's the dark hold like um, so I was really, really hoping, um, but yeah, no, they definitely, you know, we've talked about this with other friends that they've really left the door open mm-hmm. for her um, because once again, you know, of, of course, Marvel is not going to always follow the comics verbatim, but yeah. like eventually like Agatha does like help the Avengers um, does become good teaches Wanda how to use really use her magic. Well, that was the um, thing is she didn't seem like a baddie. She seemed kind of a neutral. Like she just didn't want, you know. Like she wants she kept, the power. Kept, yeah, she wants the power, but she kept on saying, you don't know how to handle this power. Uh-huh. You, she wasn't trying to kill Wanda. You stay here. You can have this little corner of the world, but you can't deal with this power. Look at what you're doing to these people. And in essence, Wanda didn't know what she was doing to all the people because as they were, you know, they're coming up towards her which they should have stormed the Capitol. They shouldn't have been like, oh, Wanda, I haven't been able to sleep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're, I've been having your dreams. Like, Yeah. I think it's because they knew how yeah. powerful she was if she was doing all that she yeah. was. But, but that's one of the long-running issues with Wanda in the comics that the Avengers and the X-Men always faces is that Wanda's powers are, are linked to her emotions. And that's why when she panicked, when they were all confronting her, she felt like, you know, subconsciously she feels like she can't breathe being faced by all of them and what does she do she accidentally starts strangling them with her powers so, so the scarlet witch has anxiety like me so, <laughs> yeah. she, so oh yeah this bitch needs xanax so and then we would be all good <laughs> i mean pop two called dr strange in the morning and i'm sure she would have been fine but yeah. serious okay so that's something too okay um not to flaunt my privilege, but every time that I've watched Doctor Strange, I've been on a plane and I've Aww. always fallen asleep. And then I have to like <laughs> kind of turn it back on and kind of get myself back in. And so, and there's always been disconnects. So last night in preparation for talking to you guys, I actually put it on while I was like preparing dinner. And I really enjoyed it for the very first time. Like I really like watched Doctor Strange and was like, oh, I get this. There's a little bit, there's all this camp that's been added into it, but they treat it very seriously. And the magic element was like, oh, this is now, this is more of the connect because I've always been the ones for like the big juggernaut movies of like Avengers and everything. So it's like always about the powers that some people just have superhero powers. We have people who have been, you know, bitten by things or they have a special heart thing. And now that they're a superhero, but then the whole magic element of it all. And then this was just kind of like, we're going to take you back to Salem. We are going to like, mm-hmm. this is magic, magic people. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and then the whole thing with like, oh, so, and then they fight on other realms. It made so much more sense to me. So people, if you have not watched Doctor Strange, or if you've fallen asleep to it on a plane, then <laughs> <laughs> like go back and watch it because it just kind of unlocks a lot of mm-hmm. things in WandaVision mm-hmm. that you're like, 
oh, this makes sense. And now I want another Doctor Strange movie because I was like, yeah. I see two of these motherfuckers on here. And there was only one Doctor Strange. And I was like, I thought I knew this canon better. So yeah. Well, the second one's coming. Yeah. yeah. The the next, so you know, we've had these kind of overarching like phases that are like lead that always lead up to an Avengers film. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're gonna like what we're definitely gonna go through next is it's made like yes, there may be there's there's still gonna be some interconnectivity, of course, but we're probably gonna have like little smaller like phase four A, phase four B that kind of may be happening at the same time because like you know we're gonna have so like one like basically wandavision doctor strange of the multiverse of madness and now spider-man um no way home like kind of all confirmed that they're gonna they're, they're gonna involve magic they're gonna involve mysticism um you know and whereas then you're gonna have black widow oh and um and shang chi and the shang chi and the tin and the tin rings that one's mm -hmm. also coming out will involve um, Eastern mysticism, Eastern mysticism, say that 10 times fast. Eastern mysticism, um, Eastern mysticism. mysticism is a mysticism. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and then you're going to have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Black Widow, um, probably even like Hawkeye, you know, all kind of like feeding up together is like kind of like phase 4B. So what are you guys yeah. looking forward to in the, in the Doctor Strange of it all? I was going to say Mr. Strange, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Wanda once they decided that she would be in the film. I was geeked out because at the time we didn't have the series. We didn't know the series was coming. So I was super ecstatic um, just to see more of her. And um, I'm also intrigued to see if one that, you know, Dr. Strange two will pick up right where WandaVision left off with her flipping through the pages, hearing her children. And I'm not sure if maybe since Allegedly, Strange 2 will give us a multiverse, or at least we'll finally open it up. I'm wondering if maybe she tears it open trying to find her children, and then in that unleashes some sort of evil that he they have to team up with, to deal with, or if they're just going to explore the multiverse together. There's a big question mark about yeah. you know, how this multiverse is going to affect the MCU, and two, yeah. about whether or not Wanda will be the villain because um, i think she was kind of villainish enough in wandavision that she might not need to but other people seem to think that with her um, looking at the dark hold and um you know exploring her powers that she might even become a bigger villain so yeah well we do know that mordo is in multiverse of madness and mm -hmm. like dr strange the end credits definitely set up mordo to be the villain in the next one so it'll be interesting to see i would just definitely hate like I'm almost nervous. Like, can we talk about like kind of our fears of the of the, we the film? Whatever theme? we want. This yeah. is all conjecture <laughs> and like opinion. Yeah, it's a Stangelo like, show. You know, it, um, my big fear is that Multiverse of Madness is gonna probably be some rehash of Age of Ultron. Mm. Uh, whereas like Wanda will be like, you know, the villain in the beginning, then like something happens, change of heart, team up again, and it's like. I would hope that they're smarter yeah. than that because now, like, because Wanda's there's a new level to Wanda now. You know what I mean? Now she knows what could have been, what could be. You know what I mean? And now she has to go find those pieces. So, like, I, I I'm hoping that she's not a baddie, like, completely. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, in the comic books, she did kind of go full fledged evil. A lot of people wanted WandaVision to somehow either be the House of M storyline, which is short for House of Mag Magneto, um, or they want Which is supposed to be her dad, up. right? Yes, in the comic books, it's her dad, but they haven't been able to relate it in the films because of the whole Fox-Marvel um, dispute where Marvel ages ago sold off the rights for the X-Men to uh, Fox for them to make movies because Marvel couldn't finance it themselves. Then they self-financed Iron Man. Everything took off for him. But Fox retained the rights to X-Men as long as they kept making movies. Wanda and Quicksilver, her brother, fell into a gray area where they, in the comics, they were mutants. But they were long-running Avengers members for so long that the two studios disputed them with them coming to an agreement finally where uh, Fox said Marvel could use... Wanda and Quicksilver, as long as they never call them mutants and never call them children of Magneto, 
And um, that's why we got them from Infinity Stones, never knew their parents. Now that Marvel owns everything and got the rights back, they can go back and say whatever they want. They could go back and say that Wanda's father was uh, the one who died in Sokovia, could be her adopted family, and that her true father is Magneto. Um, yeah, they could uh, if they wanted to. Um, I don't remember why I even started that point. There's so much to this story now. I know, right? <laughs> oh, the, the House of M. Everybody wanted Wanda Division to be House of M which in the comics is where Wanda changed reality to make uh, Magneto and Quicksilver and herself that he got what he wanted for mutants to rule the earth. Yeah. And um, it the, pissed up. And, yeah, go ahead, Colin. You know, you know that like, story yeah, better than her, her, I just read she basically, it. She basically, her, she, gave her, she gave her family and the Avengers everything that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so like... You know, Spider Man got Gwen Stacy alive. He, you know, that he, the first love of his life, like came back. And like, but what kind of like really triggers the, the event is Wolverine gets what he wants to remember. So then Wolverine is basically teaming back up the Avengers together. And really, it is because Magneto manipulated Wanda to, to basically cast the spell. And well, when she learns that she's, oh, it's thought that it's thought that Magneto yeah. is responsible, yeah. but then it turns out yeah. it was Quicksilver. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. But either way, like once she learns that she's been like manipulated, like she says, no more mutants. That's and... right. And she she decimates the mutant population in the comic books down to about two hundred. There's only two hundred mutants left, and um, everybody thought that either a it might reverse that like instead of saying no more mutants yeah. she might somehow create yeah. them as a reverse house of m and it never yeah. happened um but she she could still go villain in that route it the uh, the comic books retconned it so that she was being controlled when she did it um they could still go the villain route i hope they go a little easy on her because wanda now in the comics is is treated well, very very poorly unfortunately because of that and just the time she's lost control of her powers. Um, everybody, you know, essentially hates her now. So so maybe it's a good thing that she might get to team up with Doctor Strange. Maybe he can help her control them and all that. Mm-hmm. So because they because I mean, like, what's better than a hero edit? And so and we're hopefully going to go there. She's stronger exactly. than Doctor Strange, though, isn't she? Like, because she can even- astro pro- she was astro projecting while she was up and like having yeah she was having some coffee and she was like let me also read this book where dr strange is like let me pass out for a second and yeah. <laughs> let me go body. in a k-hole <laughs> <laughs> watch my body while i disappear for a while yeah exactly um, don't play with Agatha's- it don't play with it <laughs> <laughs> i would <laughs> he was um, hot in that okay oh, yeah. benedict cumberbatch is like steamy like smart subtle hot just but no, it was, it was when they gave him the gray temples. Like I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and and I've never been attracted to a man in a cape like that. And I was like, because <laughs> usually like a cape is like a warning sign. It's like it's like the biggest red flag ever if a guy's wearing a cape. <laughs> and like, but this guy in a cape was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially because that cape was alive and protected him so many times. You're like, go cape, go off. That cape was so Aladdin's rug. Okay, you guys. Oh my God, it was. Like, that's oh, all that was I was great. thinking. I was like, this is the rug from Aladdin, but it's in cape form. <laughs> I actually <laughs> love that. I didn't think about that at the time, but that makes perfect sense as to why I loved it. Oh, um, it's what it is. It's yeah. Like, I, I love it all. Um, so like- Even, even uh, back to your point about how powerful Wanda is, even Agatha says she's got an entire chapter in the Darkhold, the, the Book of the Damned, devoted to her about how powerful she is we knew um gosh colin was it just before endgame or infinity war we knew how powerful they were setting her up to be which was more powerful than captain marvel and more power and then agatha said it herself that she's more powerful than the sorcerer supreme who is currently dr strange um yeah i'm excited that they made her this big power player and i will argue with anybody that she's more powerful than captain marvel now Captain Marvel can blow through entire ships really easy, but she can't make herself a new reality. So, okay, so then let's who's more powerful, Jean Grey or Wanda? Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. No, we, we don't have time for that debate right now. Because <laughs> like, you have, you have to account for Jean Grey as herself 
or Jean Grey empowered by the Phoenix Force, which is where she's godlike. And yeah. and now with Jean advancing as much as she has in the comics, she. I'm sorry, I'm starting the argument. I promise you, we don't have time for that. I love this. <laughs> he gets so sure excited, you, you guys. His nipples are so hard, you guys. So hard right now. <laughs> but make sure, I mean, but if, if Jean wants to like last, I guess want to make sure we keep some Snickers around. <laughs> yeah, because of her low blood sugar. I love Jean, that. Jean, low words. blood sugar, gray. Yeah, like, what is that? Because she's a freaking diabetic. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's just... funny because now memes come out more and more from the X-Men TV show and Jean in the TV show is an annoying character. She's constantly making sex noises. She's constantly passing out because of her powers. And there's a meme going around where it's showing pictures of her fainting or in somebody's arms. And it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Jean, low blood sugar gray. And it's hilarious because it's true. As much as I love that character in the cartoon, she was awful. Just constantly, uh, oh, oh, oh. Scott, yeah, well, Scott, professor. It would probably be made different now because oh, where the world I'm is looking now. Forward, well, and I'm also looking forward to the MCU version. Like, let's revisit who's stronger in the comics and who's stronger in the actual MCU once they've introduced her. So, because I, I can't wait to stand her too. She'll be she and Wanda will be my top two. Easy. Okay, um, Monica. Rambo. Mm, okay, yes. so, so Monica, like, what is what's her deal? Like, what is her power? Like, what is the situation, guys? I don't understand. Uh, Colin, Captain Marvel, and Monica are your. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, you keep, know them better than I do. I know, I know. So, uh, Monica Rambeau, um, also known as uh, the first cap, the first female Captain Marvel, um, or photon and spectrum. Basically, she's she's got a, like electromagnetic powers not quite to the form of like magnetism but basically can um can control light uh within you know within like the the visible spectrum and can shoot photon blasts um flight and vulnerability make herself invisible um she's got a lot of powers um why, why could she see electricity all weird when she was in there that might have been I mean, the it, spectrum aspect where she yeah. can just see the spectrum of visible yeah. light okay yeah when she wants yeah it was yeah, cute though, she when, can, she was, when she was with the kids and he was like, I like your tricks. Yours too. Yeah, like, like, yeah that was yeah. so great. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely still learning once again. I mean, we don't like her powers aren't going to be verbatim, the comics. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of theories as to like how she got her powers. Like well, yeah. the, one, the fan theory that we kept on hearing too was that she was going to be the introduction into fantastic four and john krasinski was going to be on the other line of the, on Bros. the phone that he was the <laughs> astrophysicist yeah astrophysicist. friend of hers because yeah. we it have all, that, yeah. fantastic four is coming into this phase four somewhere but yeah, i think the last film of phase four i think is i think is the plan it so looks I, like it oh my gosh so yeah, we all have to be the to be in it let's, let's be <laughs> in it guys let's got to be in it <laughs> I'll be the uh, Colin. You be the thing. I'll be uh, Invisigirl. Nobody will know. I'll just stay invisible the whole time. They won't know it's a yeah. guy or a bear. <laughs> you guys, I was right there. I swear to God, <laughs> yeah, I was oh there. I was there the whole time. Yeah, I was. Su- I was supervising. That's yeah. So, answer. yep. And so, uh, but WandaVision definitely set it up for uh, for Monica to go meet Captain Marvel um, at the in the mid credit scene. You can see uh, the scrolls, like basically gonna they're gonna take her to Nick Fury and send her off to space. So okay, explain the scrolls. Because, um, cause oh, didn't we get one at the end of Spider Man or something too? And was there one uh, at the end of Spider Man? Yeah, no, no, no. So what the basically we got we got sword at the very very end of Spider Man Far From Home. Okay. Um, it was one of the mid credit scenes. You can you can see Nick Fury um, on like on some sort of like space base, which is which is part of Sword. So um, so he's working with the scroll up there to protect Earth from interplanetary problems. So that's yeah. it's like so Shield protects Earth from like uh, Earth problems, and then Sword and then Shield protects Earth from space problems. 
and then the so, scroller just had a shape-shifting alien race yep, that yep. infiltrated earth long ago and captain marvel captain marvel deals more so with them than any of the other mcu films yeah. where it looks like they're invading earth yeah. and then it's actually the Cree, another yeah. race that are the another problem. movie yeah. I need to really sit down and watch because that's another movie I watch. That's my falling yeah. asleep movie. Like if you're going Aww. to London, you put on Captain yeah. Marvel because it's so <laughs> slow in the beginning that it's just and it, yeah. it is. It it's, is like it just lulls you to sleep. It's like yeah. it's, it's as good as Shakespeare in love. Like it's like let's just sleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you're like, I oh I love, blockbuster yeah. nostalgia. How cute. Yeah, it's totally. not not necess- not necessarily my favorite of the films either. Okay. I wanted it to be good, but it's just uh, not not the greatest. I don't know. It's just like they need to lean into her lesbian haircut and then it would have been better. Like cuz that's when she's a little bit more badass. <laughs> like Yeah, agree. Where did Vision go? So we have Vision Ooh. versus White Vision. Right. Mm-hmm. And White Vision is basically old Vision put back together mm-hmm. vision mm-hmm. whereas the regular vision is wanda's vision oh my god this is so meta <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i first off before because colin knows vision best but i wanted to say my appreciation for the fact that even though it's an mcu show and there's action everywhere i love that it came down to a battle of wits and philosophy between those two it was great so refreshing just and he downloaded oh. his thoughts into yep. him, right? Like he gave, he, he was unlocked like, his memories or something. Yeah, he no. said, "Here's my USB. I need you to take this, <laughs> print <Yep>. it out, <laughs> and he got consent. How cool is that? He got consent. What a world!" But Wanda yeah. didn't. Those people are down there, like Wanda. I got a poop, and she's like, "No, <laughs> ice cream." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead, Colin. Your thoughts on where he is? Yeah, I, he's. Pro- I mean, I definitely not the last who's seen the vision. He's just probably out there trying to absorb as much of the world as possible. He's, you know, trying to fight what his programming told him to do. So, um, I forget exactly all this. Like, like their white vision is a, a a character in the comics that I think eventually does go away. But I mean, eventually he's 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 out there he's got his memories and you know maybe we'll see him in and multi like multiverse of madness as well and like he you know the family is reunited because what did like what i say family like family sticks together so i think that that, that family is, is forever our family is forever so that like we've we have not seen you know the last of this this maximoff family oh, his big metal body <laughs> like it's funny because she's like oh i love you and she's like loving on him but then whenever he fights somebody it sounds like two metal poles slapping together like he can change his density <laughs> well and his molecular structure like he was able to change his skin color so i imagine he was able to do just fine yeah. mm-hmm. okay any other big like takeaways from like the series for you guys that you guys are just i mean i just remind everybody if when i ask if they've watched it and they're like oh i started it i'm like okay but get to three or four so that you get that because so many people got so impatient with it they're like yeah nothing happened in the first two episodes and it's like okay but hold out you know so anybody listening if you haven't watched it yet give it a chance and spread the words for everybody to give it a chance you know and if you haven't um, watched it and you've made it this far into this yeah, episode, right. I just realized that. Well, I was like, well, first yeah. off, no, sorry, but they, you're just but now. We, well, like we already announced there's spoilers and everything else. And the thing is, but if you are going to watch it, this maybe will entice you. Know that in episode yeah. four, when Kat Denning shows up, then okay. it's like okay, and then it moves. It like mm-hmm. then it, it turns into no. a tw- it t- turns into a 2020, you know, procedural, uh, you know, drama basically is what happens in that moment, and mm-hmm. then it flips and it, then it flips back to the TV show thing. But it really does give you a bunch of um, back. Where did we see Kat Dennings first? Because she was in is she in Thor? What other movies? Yeah, yeah. she was yeah. in Thor. Like what? Like what is it to be somebody who gets to be part of one of these movies, and then you're in this canon forever? You have like, you know, you might come back for another movie or two, but then you can also go sign stuff at like Comic Con. What is yeah. that life? <laughs> I mean, that's that's how you make your money. I mean, Star Trek. Like, look how long Star Trek people uh, got, and actors and actresses got to run all of off of that. 
there are people who have like you know we're in a three episode arc and still get to go to the conventions and meet fans and everything that's how big their fan base is i think it's fascinating i mean could you imagine that just showing up for six episodes and then you can just make your money for the rest of your life by going to conventions oh i would totally do it i would do this person and just say your one line if you need to yeah exactly sign the pictures (laughs) like yep yeah, it's the reason and why Kim, Kim Richards from The Housewives, why she's still a big deal because of <laughs> Escape from Witch Mountain. People and I don't buy into this. Like, if somebody's, if an, if a celebrity says they're tired of saying it, nope, I'll say it till the day I die. Yep, if it's, if it's you know, adventure, beyond, I'll do it every time. I'll, I will do it with the same energy, the same force, every time. Yeah, well, it's like Madonna for the longest time didn't want to do her original hits, and then all of a sudden she's doing Papa Don't Preach, and you're like, oh, see, bitch? Because you knew people, that's what they clock in for. I remember that. I remember seeing an interview on TV, or she did like an MTV special or something when she released American Life, and she played in front of an audience. She was like taking a request. First request comes up, and they're like, like a virgin. She's like, no. And then uh, there's like this odd silence and she's like, I don't think I remember the words and people are like, well, help. And she did it anyway, but it was so funny to see her just be like, no. This is what people want. I mean, I work in corporate entertainment and like, if you have somebody, if I am booking, you know, XYZ celebrity and if she does not perform that one hit from the nineties, what are we doing here? (laughs) <laughs> but mm-hmm. like that is what people came for and so and sorry Vanessa of, Carlton yes now we're gonna bring this back into this what people came for was a Scarlet Witch costume and we were given a Scarlet <laughs> Witch costume and it was glorious it was not what I it was not what I thought it might be but it was it's still amazing yep. I loved that moment yep. with like the orchestral and all the energy and the boom she's in it it's what she saw in the Mind Stone when she looked into it. Oh, that yeah. was like well, they full did circle us, for me. Yeah. And Disney did us dual though, because they did give us the episode two where in the 80s where they were dressed like their yep. comic book characters. So you actually got Scarlet yep. Witch in the old school camp costume, which yeah. I have I'm I'm really, really hoping this year we have a lot of Scarlet Witches out there for Halloween yep. for Halloween. You know, oh, I'm planning on it. I mean, I don't care which version I end up doing, but I'm definitely planning on it. And I might even do like the full corset version. I may not just do, you know, <laughs> like, you know, red uh, jock strap slash uh, short shorts and a red tank top. I'll probably give it a little more effort than uh, not, not that I'm saying yeah. that's not effort. I'll give it a little more costume than that. She's going to get a wig, like, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. She's going to get yes. a wig, everybody. <laughs> I love a wig, y'all. I 22 love wig, inches. Y'all. 22 inches. Yes. New weave. Oh, but- Chaos magic. <laughs> the co- No, the costume was great because uh, actually, like, fun fact, in Age of Ultron, when they were, like, when Elizabeth Olsen was first cast, um, uh, he who shall not be named because he's canceled now. The director of Age of Ultron told her, uh, "Don't, don't, don't go look at the comics. Uh, we're not going to dress you like that, like <laughs> because I mean, because well, Scarlet Witch historically has been very well um, bosomed in the comics, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so Joss like told uh, Elizabeth Olsen, like, don't worry, we're not going to dress you like that. So you know, like, like, so she, like they gave, this, they gave her, they gave, her yeah. in the comics." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they we'll they gave to, her red, we'll tra- a red trench coat. Yeah. yeah, they gave her a red trench coat instead. Um, the headpiece so now- though was very cute. The energy oh, was great. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved how she made it herself and materialized it. Thought that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, like they they really did give us all the fighting we needed in that last episode, and it was just kind mm-hmm. of like, um, okay, this is the this is the rough and tumble, big baddie, like. Yeah, yeah, this is the MCU that, that, that people came for. Yeah. Um, and they finally I mean, gave it to us. Yeah. Yeah. She I mean, she killed it. Like I I was not expecting like the whole runes thing. Like it was like you oh know, Wanda God. was in- intentionally missing, but you know, she was intentionally missing to make the runes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you, that was mean, just everything. Everything. We knew she was obviously know she has some kind of plan, or maybe she does really not want her power like she says when she starts flinging it at Agatha but man I did not realize it was the runes and that was just such an awesome moment especially when she gets the line (laughs) it will end when she gets that line afterwards it's one of the best lines of the show where she's like 
thanks for the lesson, but I don't need you to tell me who I am. And it was just epic. I live. And then she mom walked out the door. (laughs) Yeah. I love all the mom walking right now. People like that's, that's, that's a new thing on TikTok is people are doing Wanda Maximoff, like, like, uh, they're, they're, lip syncing and then uh-huh. they act like they have the magic in their hands and they walk off like a mom and it's oh like the thing now and it's like it's become a trend it's the wa- it's oh the, my the, god i have wa- to watch this oh wanda's mom can, walk <laughs> can we can we just like can we for one second talk about maybe what i found to be the such an interesting choice in wandavision who would have thought sure. that that wanda maximoff would drive a buick <laughs> <laughs> right fucking well, like like you know, I'm the you know one of the most powerful beings in the universe. I just fucking went toe to toe with Thanos. You know what's gonna make me feel really powerful? Driving a car, that, driving a car that middle-aged women in Iowa like buy. You know, once the uh, once the kids, um, you know, get past soccer. It's sitcom, <laughs> baby. It's sitcom. I know. It no. was it was interesting for sure. It's like, like it's like on Full House, and they drove like a station wagon. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just. It, well, it, but it also in the fact that she can, uh, the fact that she can fly, but I think maybe like she can fly, but she's not invincible and impervious to uh, cold. Maybe it was breezy. Maybe she just, uh, you know, she drives so she doesn't have to get cold and mess up her beautiful, <laughs> beautiful a, hair. But a Buick, come on. I, just, they, I mean, like they need, they need to pay the Avengers more. Like, it's an unsuspecting car. What's well, it? Yeah. I did think about that. It's like, what does Wanda do for like a living? go back into like the future of this and what are these rumors Colin that you're hearing about Young Avengers um I mean Young Avengers the like we we basically have almost all the players at this point of most of the Young Avengers so you know we've so far been introduced to Wiccan and Speed um you know we've got Kate Bishop who is Hawkeye's protege um she is played by the amazing yeah go ahead ahead. Uh, but yeah, oh, I was just being say, played, played by the oh, sorry. <laughs> you do it, you do it. I'm just so excited. Played by Haley Stanfield, um, you know, and she's already got some superhero chops. She was great in Bumblebee, so very, very excited to see her as Kate Bishop. I'm actually going back reading through the 2012 issue of Hawkeye that that goes back and forth between Clint and Kate. Um, so, and then we've got Catherine Newton, who's going to be playing, uh, Cassie Lang, uh, Scott Lang's daughter, Ant-Man's daughter. Um, she's also known as Stature. Uh, don't know yet, but then there are rumors of, of Eli, who is Patriot, um, the grandson of the, uh, who would, would have been the actual first Captain, um, Captain America. Keep going. Um, we've got we America Chavez is confirmed for uh, Multiverse of Madness. Like really, the only one that we kind of um, well, we don't technically have Hulkling, but we have the Scrolls. So, um, so we know that Hulkling will probably appear. Um, Was that the show? Maybe. <laughs> like- uh, I mean, could be, I mean, he could, he could appear, if anything, my guess is maybe Hulkling would appear in um, Captain Marvel 2, because mm-hmm. I'm fair, pretty sure, I know, like, I think Hulkling's half Kree, half scroll. Uh, I'll have to double check that, it's been a while. Um, so, like, so, all the players are there. So, they're thinking, so, in... you were saying that this is because they want to diversify, is, like, like, really... Is this because Chris? Yeah. Pratt, is this because Chris Pratt is so problematic? I mean, <laughs> probably. I mean, most of most of the heroes have been like you know definitely white and male or at, at this point. Um, well, that's how they drew them. That's how they drew yeah. them, Colin. This is how America works. <laughs> and uh, and that so, if you and wanted got, to have a superhero, that you should draw one yourself. Well, and then <laughs> that's where Young Avengers come. Young Avengers are diverse. Wiccan and Hulkling are a gay couple. Um, you know, America Chavez is like is it depicted to be of of um, of like Mexican Chicano descent. Uh, if people you know, want to watch, uh, if, if if people is this only available in comic book form that people if they want to read about this kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend the first two volume, like first first two runs of Young Avengers. Like, if you want to catch up on this, uh, two thousand five Young Avengers. Um, Avengers Children's Crusade, and then the and then 
the Young Avengers Volume 4 that started in 2012, 2014, somewhere around there. Um, I'd highly, like, I really, really recommend, like, if you have an iPad um, or some sort of, you know, tablet device, Marvel Unlimited is really great. Um, you can go back and read any comic from from the 60s up to about six months ago. That's when they put them in Marvel Limited for 10 bucks a month. So How much, do you guys 10, read a lot of comics? That's, that fascinates me. I didn't even realize that you guys are like, you guys are active comic book readers. Yeah, I'm yeah. like right now, yeah, I'm going back. And so like I mentioned earlier, I read, a, I was started reading comics in college and then I moved out to San Diego after I graduated was very poor um and so couldn't really keep up with that so like what i'm doing right now is going back and like reading like some of my favorite issues from there that i never got to finish so it's just kind of and i'm it's, reading yeah. oh go ahead no that's it and i'm reading currently i've i've kind of gone in and out of x-men still for the longest time and uh currently they just relaunched uh, last year, they canceled all the X titles and relaunched them in this new era called the Dawn of X. And it's where it's it's fascinating. And I love this new take because for the longest time, the X-Men have been woe is me. Mutants are so oppressed and put down. And this new era shows them taking uh, more power. And they now have their own island where most of them you know 90 i think something percent of them live and they're you know establishing themselves as a powerful species instead of trying to coexist charles xavier has kind of let go of his dream of coexistence and it's fascinating i still read that and then i still do dabble in some avengers comics i haven't been reading the new ones because i just mostly stick to the um the mcu shows kind of catching everything up how many comics and, um, do you guys read like a month? Um, I I I buy at least one to two every week, so I'm about four to eight, anywhere from four to ten, depending on which titles are coming out. I love it's so surprising to me, like the friends and like drag queens and dancers and things like that that I know that like no, I read comics regularly, and I'm like, you do? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's so and funny. And Kixie cosplays a lot of times in her drag, and she is amazing. Her cosplay is some of the best I've ever seen, and I love oh, her. Like, she gender... loves it. Yeah, and I love her gender bends on a lot of them, and they're it's amazing. So I absolutely know how big of a fan she is. So thank you guys so much for coming on today and so we had a little bit of a different episode of bald and bingeable we kind of went deep dive into wandavision got a lot of history from comics coming from two very big aficionado fans of them so you guys where can they find you maddie where can they find you online um i'm on instagram at maddie bear it's matt with a y or maddie with a y m-a-t-t-y Bear 1981 and then I'm also on Facebook under Maddie Norwood if people really want to find me there that's fine too so go to the Instagram though because it has like booty pictures and it has like <laughs> it has his chesticles back. and it's the part that we all want to see <laughs> back from my go-go dancing days yes uh, mm. I've had to kind of if you're really looking for those they're, they're still there they're just kind of pushed towards the bottom because I'm you know in school now and trying to like get a hospital job but they're still in there you just have to go down further so she's, she's respectable and colin where can they find I, you yeah <laughs> uh, yep instagram as well um bam bam underscore go just g-o so um b-a-m-b-a-m underscore go yeah bam bam is one of my is one of my nicknames and he you still know. has plenty of the thirst pictures, y'all. It's yeah. very, very sexy. But and also, like, also my acceptance to grad school on there too. Thank you very much. So, congratulations! You know. <laughs> Congrats, yay! You guys, they Go both get... use their minds. They're like schoolboys. You guys, they're furthering their education. Yeah. Don't get a master's. Don't get. A but master's. Don't worry, we're still reading plenty of comics, y'all. Yes. 
And so my name is D'Angelo. You guys can find me on Instagram at D'Angelo Gogo, D-A-N-G-I-L-O-G-O-G-O. You guys can find me on TikTok at D'Angelo, D-A-N-G-I-L-O. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Make sure you guys like and subscribe us. Please give us those five stars over on Apple Podcasts because it does make a difference. And leave something. If you can't be nice, leave something nasty. But the thing is, is just give me five stars. Love you guys so much. And good night from the lower level. Good night from the lower level.